Do I need a life coach? You're listening to episode 10 with Rhiannon Bush. Welcome to the Do I Need a Life Coach podcast. We're here to discuss the ins and outs of the life coaching industry and give you tools to use to see for yourself. I'm your host, Rhiannon Bush, mother, management consultant, and a passionate, certified life coach. Well, hello, my friends. Okay, so I can't believe this is episode 10 and I haven't done this episode until now. So is lack of me. Apologies. (laughs) So today, let's talk about what you'll get out of working with a life coach. Because really, I mean, that's the most important part of it, right? In previous episodes, we've discussed the difference between a coach and other mental health professionals. We've discussed a lot about communication, which is something I love to talk about and which I believe is so linked with coaching. Coaches are incredibly strong communicators. They not only have really great questioning techniques and elicitation techniques, but coaches also have the applicable training to understand emotional momentum and how to use that emotional momentum to facilitate their client making great decisions from a place of pure authenticity for the client, which in most instances will drive them to take action. To add in a third layer, nobody in my experience who isn't a, quote, people person becomes a coach. Why would they? People who train to become a life coach care about helping people and often care about helping themselves at the same time, which is a win-win. More often than not, people who like people have a very curated intuition a strong ability to sense what's going on around them and read other people really well. It comes quite naturally. And I do find coaches not only have that natural tendency and that honed ability, but they are great communicators. We've also talked about things to look for in a coach-client relationship. What qualifies somebody to be a life coach, uh, the difference between a coach and a supportive friend, um, but there is still this big gaping hole, drumroll please, of what would I get or what would I have if I saw a life coach? Why would I? Well, let me tell you, it's profound and it's a lot and it should be. Because it's something that's deemed by so many to be this, again, quote, life-changing experience. Which I can vouch that that's exactly how I found coaching. It opened my eyes to so many things. Um, So instead of, in this episode, casting a super broad net, I'm going to tell you about my personal experiences, both as a client working with a coach um, and a coach working with my clients over the past eight years or so. I'm going to talk about fellow coaches uh, and their experiences, um, coaches that I've worked with. I'm also going to share with you what fellow coaches of mine believe you gain and are the best possible things that come out of working with a coach. If you've ever had a life coach price up for you and you've come away thinking, oh my gosh, how can they charge that? 
or you've just been so hesitant to reach out to a coach for an initial consult because you're worried that they're going to charge crazy prices and be super expensive. I hear you. We've all been there. It happens. (laughs) And sometimes those prices are 100% worth paying. Other times they're not. And sadly, I wouldn't recommend resting on your intuition for this. It's a choice only you can make. And if you're paying money, um, it needs to be a very aligned head, heart and gut decision. All three of those brains of yours, yes, (laughs) obviously we have a head brain, um, but we actually have sort of brain-like qualities in our heart and our gut. I think there's actual science. I haven't actually studied it, but I think there's science that says we've got brain material in our heart and in our gut. Um, And if you actually think of any problem that you're having whether it's a really minor problem or a quite significant one if you just sit with it with the problem and if you were to sort of say gut what do you think about this head what do you say about this heart how do you feel about this just notice that you will have different responses from each so when it comes to making a decision about a coach um, all three of those brains really need to weigh into this decision and again sadly Sometimes you may still be disappointed in the result, but I will say this, you are actually the one responsible for your results. Once you make your choice, you must back yourself and get everything that you can out of it for you. I will also say though, in a paid services relationship, there is a standard of professionalism, skill, capability that is expected. Uh, And this is where the ICF standards come into play. And as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, making sure you do your research before you hire a coach is highly recommended in the way of social proof, reach out to clients that they've worked with, um, like you would a reference check. um, And, you know, just talk about it with them. Get your inner stalker on. Um, Episode four for anyone that's like, oh, I definitely want to do that. Um, That has more details in episode four for anyone who wants to revisit the guidelines around hiring a coach. So some of the transformational differences from clients, um, including experiences I've had myself as a client from the beginning of a coaching journey to the end, I'm going to take you through, I reckon the top eight or nine benefits that I believe you'll get by working with a life coach. There is so much more to these, um, but these sort of eight or nine are a really great place to start. I realized once upon a time that I was telling myself, life is hard. And this was one of the first beliefs that I had um, that I worked with a coach to delve into and really uncover it. She asked me, really? How so? And the thing is, she didn't let me off the hook until I was truly honest about what I was saying. As I went through a list of the usual and fundamental reasons life could be hard, I had to go through this process of elimination. So money, not a problem. House, not a problem. Job, challenging, but I have one. Um, Sometimes with my work, I wasn't feeling very in control or empowered or positive, but overall, pretty good. Um, Lover, had a great relationship, great sex, great connection, Um, sometimes taking my stress out on him, (laughs) which wasn't healthy. But on the whole, our communication was great. Connection was great. Um, As a partnership, we're doing really, really well. And I was feeling connected physically, emotionally, intellectually and spiritually to him. Um, Family, amazing, beautiful kids, healthy for the most part. You know, things are really, really good. Social life feels missing 
feels pretty minimal. Um, I probably don't have the usual release from partying the way that I used to, although that's probably a very healthy choice. Um, and also having friends that, you know, I truly love to spend my time with and, you know, just have a lot of immature fun and good times with. But I'm also not in that phase of my life anymore. But I feel in a way like I went from, you know, around this time in my life being in my mid-20s in my absolute prime to then being in almost like my mid-70s <laughs> where I'm tired and and just in the blink of an eye, you know, everything changed. So when I think about it like that, is it really any wonder that life was feeling like it was hard? Anyway, after some probing, my coach helped me recognize that I'd just also done a bunch of customer experience work with a cemeteries trust, creating a lot of their call center scripts and training resources. And that was very, very meaningful work. And it was incredibly confronting at the same time. Death is something as a society we tend to push away. We push it under the rug. We don't want to face it or talk about it. And until we really have to, we don't address what needs to get done. Um, So to be working with the Cemeteries Trust, I was all of a sudden surrounded by it. I was talking about it, thinking about it, learning about it every single day. And it was a lot. And my whole life, I'd known I'd wanted kids from a very early age anyway, I knew I wanted kids. And while career had always meant a lot to me, the bigger vision that I had for my career, which is still a work in progress, if I'm honest, um, really only came to me like within the few years leading up to having kids. So having kids almost felt like an end state. It was like goal achieved, tick, once I'd achieved that or what else was there. Um, and before those of you listening scream at me going, oh my God, how can you not see how great everything is? Um, My logic brain too kicks in at this point and says, "Um, you've got beautiful kids to raise and enjoy and well, what more do you want? But the thing is, the feeling was very different to the logic. And actually that's applicable to sex too. That's a different story. But this is why I and many other people need a coach. And it doesn't matter if you've had a coach five years ago if they're different topics or there's still things that are churning their way through your life that are causing, you know, some discomfort. And I'm not saying for one minute that your life is going to be absolutely incredible 100% of the time. That's not at all how life works. We are walking, being human beings with 50-50, 50 positive, 50 negative. It's just the way it is. Ask Brooke Castillo. Um, But it's just there are things that can niggle away at you and cause a lot more unrest than they need to. So if they keep coming back, They need more addressing because they're still there for a reason, right? So for you, it may not be about kids. For you, it may not be about career progression or going out on your own. It may be about finding or fixing a relationship. It may be entirely insular, um, about self-worth, achieving your dreams, um, leaving a legacy, working out what your dreams are. You may not even know what it's about. You may just feel a lack a lack of inspiration, a lack of joy, a lack of energy, a lack of passion, a lack of spice for life and spontaneity. I stand by the fact that no matter what, we all could use a coach and benefit from using and seeing a coach. Even if we don't know what it's for initially, even if we're just like, I just don't feel like this is how I'm supposed to be feeling. Um, And yeah, I'm about to go into the reasons why. So the biggest shift I notice in literally every client I coach is that in the beginning they demonstrate symptoms of unsureness or discomfort or they're trying to like hide away from something that's happening in their lives. 
They may be slightly timid or frustrated, um, but the predominant emotion that they're feeling is negative and it's weighty as in like the negative is somewhat weighing them down. It's all consuming um, or at least mostly consuming. And look, it may be frustration, annoyance, stuck, whatever it is, they're cycling around the same story. And throughout the course of our coach-client relationship, they transform literally before my eyes from being this energetically weighty, negative, um, kind of, yeah, just a bit of yuck. And they go into being like alive in technicolor. It's the best way I can describe it. It's like something going from dull and lifeless to blooming and alive, lit up, vibrant. And until their existing story that they've got repeating in their mind is disrupted, they can't see or be out of the cycle to find that inner light, that inner flame that gives them purpose for for getting up out of bed every day, really. So I'd label one of the first benefits to seeing a coach as awareness. When you speak to a life coach, you get a lot of awareness about where you are and where you want to go, what you want to do and what it all means to you. As we spoke about in episode one, from A to B, now to then, present state to future state. By having a coach facilitate our observation of how we're behaving and the things that we're experiencing, what we're thinking and feeling and then analyzing why that may be and delving into the root cause, our awareness is dramatically enhanced. Until we have awareness, we can't make any changes. It takes conscious awareness to make a conscious change. So we're aware, we're in control. When we are there, we can take accountability and responsibility because we know and we can see. Accountability and responsibility for me are quite similar. So that awareness is enhanced because you take accountability for the results and the fact that you're going to change them and you are responsible for taking the action steps, sort of the verb of of accountability if you like, of actually getting there and doing it. And your coach has a way of showing you things that you may not be able to recognize. We as humans have an incredible ability to be hard on ourselves. Consider this for a minute. Would you ever, ever talk to somebody else the way you talk to yourself? When I was first asked this question, my answer was, oh my gosh, never, ever would I speak to somebody this way? So why do we do it to ourselves? Isn't it awful? Instead, how about we treat ourselves with the kindness, the love, the respect, the compassion, the care that we should expect for others and that we show others as well. When we start to treat ourselves with more respect and we learn to love ourselves, we feel more confident. Think about a time when you've seen somebody lose weight and then they dress more nicely. Then they start to do their hair and their makeup. Like it's almost like this flow on. It's like all of a sudden they've gone from not feeling great and not looking after themselves to stepping into this, you know, respecting themselves, taking care of themselves. Their body has responded by dropping and freeing up those those kilograms. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, now I want to make an effort to look nice and do my hair and do my makeup and present myself. 
um, to the world the way I feel on the inside, right? It's a really, really beautiful thing to experience. So as our confidence grows, you know, our coach can help us get through those inner layers of sort of turmoil to begin to see ourselves in a new light. And we can see the capabilities in our clients um, to overcome things that they are experiencing, often before they can, as a coach, I mean. Knowing that they can change and knowing that where they are right now isn't it for them is what enables us as coaches to feel really powerful in our practice and to hold space for the growth and expansion that our clients are almost gearing up to to go through. Um, with some new thoughts and focus, you know, we begin to find evidence for what we want to be true for us. So this is the difference between right now where we sit, we have one set of beliefs that serves us and our brain will find evidence of that focus, whatever we're focusing on. But if we don't want that to be true for us, if we don't want that to be our focus, then we need new thoughts to get there. Um, and when we find the evidence, and we will always find the evidence of what we believe to be true for us, our belief and our confidence in our abilities and our purpose for being here grows. Then from that place of increased confidence and empowerment, we make different decisions. And these decisions are what get us different results and expansion into a new way of being commences, which is really, really exciting. Confidence sometimes comes from competence. You know, there's a saying in coaching, fake it until you become it. I don't know if anyone's seen that Amy Cuddy TED talk, but confidence definitely comes from competence. And while sometimes we can fake it until we become it, there is a very clear energetic difference between somebody who knows that they know their stuff versus someone who's faking it, (laughs) trying to convince everybody and exude confidence and sort of tell everyone that they think they know what they're doing. There's a big, big difference in gravitas. For budding coaches out there, my key to this is that you need to drop into the reasons and the purpose for which you became a coach in the first place. You need to settle into that because it will guide your intuition and enable you to serve and not make it about you. When clients grasped onto new thoughts that they are believable enough for them, not necessarily entirely 100% believable, but believable enough to maybe possibly it could be true, it opens their eyes to question and therefore look for the evidence to support that new thought. Benefit two, or maybe three, responsibility and accountability. So we spoke about that briefly before. Responsibility I'll define as the verb of accountability, as in it's about the action required to get the outcome that you are accountable for achieving. When we're accountable, we take 100% ownership for our results and therefore 100% responsibility for our actions. There's a coaching tool called cause and effect. I'm going to go into that later but basically when we are in a negative weighty state of being and feeling a bit down and out about something or everything (laughs) we're usually looking outside of ourselves for answers or for reasons which means that we place that outside of ourselves instead of taking that ownership in-house and when we take that ownership in-house or internally when we take accountability and responsibility our confidence grows from that place because all of a sudden we're owning our universe and we're like, no, we're going to make this happen or no, we're here because I haven't taken action and it becomes very, very clean as to how you can move forward. So benefit four 
expert facilitation of what you want. Not your coach, not your family, not a cult leader, (laughs) not your friends or children, you. Let's call it authenticity. Coaching gives you that. A sounding board to listen to what is right for you, what is true for you. Something we in life rarely get to experience or hone in on. We get, you know, coaching gives us a chance to really pay attention and to really listen. 100% ownership of our results plus that enhanced authenticity generates empowerment. Benefit five, you gain something from seeing a life coach that's very personal to you. And you don't get it from your coach because you can't. You can only get it from within you. But often, without seeing a coach, we can't get to a state of empowerment because we're never taught how to. And unfortunately, this isn't taught in schools. It's definitely something that we should know from very, very early on in our lives. But we're not taught. We're not taught that our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our behavior or drive our behavior. Otherwise, we'd all be walking around having much more honest conversations and we wouldn't be addicted to posting so much fake stuff on social media, right? So after clearing a lot of the negative emotions away through therapy-based techniques that coaches have, catharsis is often a part of the coaching process early on um, or even simply by answering questions that your coach asks you, then you can start once you've dealt with A to focus on B where you want to be instead. So benefit six is clarity. You not only get clarity from your big vision, your purpose, the vision you have for your life, how you want to live it and what time on this earth means for you, a vision not influenced or inflicted by anybody else. It's in true alignment with you, your values, your goals, what you truly want. You also get the roadmap a structured approach to achieve that vision and all you want to achieve. So by outlining that vision and having that roadmap, you have steps to take action on and a process in which to achieve it. And you can also overcome the roadblocks you will face indefinitely (laughs) as you go along. And this gives you a really great focal point to move forward. Let's make benefits seven focus. Living in alignment and from a truly empowered place where you're taking 100% ownership, accountability, responsibility gives you benefit eight, energy. Energy to do the things that feed your energy even more and your purpose because you're moving towards the things you actually want that mean a lot to you. The things that give your life meaning, not just now, but your entire existence. Think about doing things that you love to do. Those things that when you do them, truly light you up. You're in a rock star. It may be singing, dancing, having fun. Catherine Price delivers a great TED Talk on the definition of fun and says fun requires the meeting of three criteria, being playful, connection and flow. Fun is absolutely in the present moment and gives us pure energy. How often do you say you're tired or busy or bored 
Working with a coach will help you identify what you're currently doing in your life that's out of alignment and preventing you from having fun, from finding that playfulness, that connection, that flow. Seeing a life coach will revitalize your energy and do it in a way that is self-sustaining, independent from the coach. Meaning you don't need to keep seeing your coach to keep your energy levels up. That is not the purpose of seeing a coach. The ultimate benefit from all my fellow coaches, they believe and I too believe that this is the predominant one. The predominant benefit anybody gains from using a coach is freedom. Freedom to live your life on your terms. Freedom to chase those big dreams or not. Freedom to love, to search, to work, to do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whomever you want, however you want. It's the freedom to choose in alignment with who you are, what you want and making the most of your time here on this earth. And only you can make that choice for you. Only you know what it is you truly want. And if something is sucking your energy or causing you to feel negative, it's telling you that you're missing something. It's telling you that you're not listening and you need to. And it's up to you to listen and question and chase that and to follow your heart which seeing a coach will help you do much, much faster. So if you're bored or too busy or tired or any of that that's going on in your life, start to ask yourself why. What's not aligning with who you are and how you want to live? As my dad often tells me, life is no dress rehearsal. Enjoy your week, my friends, and I will see you next week. Bye now. Before you go, I always find reviews really helpful when looking for new information or insights. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a minute to write a quick review about what you found most beneficial so that other people can benefit from your insights and have a listen as well. I would love that. Also, if there are any topics you want me to cover specifically about life coaching or the life coaching industry, visit rhiannonbush.com to contact me. Thanks for joining and I'll see you in the next episode of the Do I Need a Life Coach podcast.